Hi, this is Relate to the Bible podcast with Deborah Styling, a podcast that helps listeners realize the Bible is still relevant in the 21st century. I would like you to understand how I relate the Bible to my life or the things I've read, the movies I've watched, things I've seen, videos, or how I make connections to things in the world. When I'm reading the Bible, I reflect on it. The example is um, Matthew 7, verse 1. Judge not that ye be not judged. One time I belonged to an organization, and they had a new member. And I didn't think that person seemed like a very nice person, so kind of stayed away and watched from a distance over different meetings. And it turned out that that person was really, really nice. And I had judged them by first impressions. They might have been shy or or something else, which made them seem aloof. But they were nice, and they befriended other people in the organization, and they were a real asset to the group. And it makes me think of how that was a shallow decision on my part to judge. And it helped me reflect more when I meet new people to be more open. Additionally, when I apply these things to my life, sometimes I'll think, now do I want God to judge me that way? Do I want other people to judge me that way? And so I reflect on these things and it gives me a deeper relationship to the passages I'm reading. And it feels much more personal to me. And I realize that you will apply passages you're reading to your life and the things that you know about the world or things you've read or movies or videos or TV that you've seen. These are just an example to make it easier for you to make those connections. Also, these podcasts will be coming out on Wednesday and Friday. The first portion of this podcast is called Gossiping Christians, and it's from the Types of Christians blog that I have at typesofchristians.blogspot.com. A talebearer revealeth secrets, but he that is a faithful spirit concealeth the matter. That's from Proverbs 11, verse 13. I've been in situations where friends were sharing derogatory private information about others. I guess if I'm really being honest, there have been times in my life where I indulged in the gossip factor as well. The thing is, when I'm around others who are gossiping or I indulge in this vice as well, I don't feel good about myself and my faith walk with Christ. I had to make a change. I could no longer be part of a group saying how some other person looked to be too big or to to fit in an outfit and that they were wearing. I could no longer be part of a group saying how the other person made unethical personal choices. I could no longer be a part of a group that put others down to make themselves feel better. Even if I don't have a group of friends crowded around me, I find that I sleep much better at night, feel closer to my Lord and Savior, and can look those these people in the face when I'm not a gossiping Christian. And again, the verse is a tellbearer revealeth secrets, but he that is a faithful spirit concealeth the matter. Proverbs 11, verse 13. And since this is an example of the positive influence God has had on my my walk with 
my faith walk with Christ, this may not reflect the whole meaning of the Bible verse. I do want to add something to it that I didn't have in that post is that I um, also found that if I were not being a gossiping Christian, it carries over to other things. So now when I'm in the store and they have all those things that tell who the latest movie star is dating, who they just broke up with, all of that, I can't read those magazines anymore. In fact, there are TV shows that are just on gossip about movie stars and people like that. I can watch those shows because it's still a form of gossiping or when I'm watching it or I'm buying those magazines or newspapery things. If I'm doing that, I'm perpetuating that gossip. And if God doesn't want me to be a gossip, I shouldn't be a gossip and I need to be committed to what he wants. The final portion of this podcast is called Financial Gain Christians. Again, this is from Types of Christians. And it's HTTPS colon double backslash types of Christians, T-Y-P-E-S-O-F-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N-S dot blogspot, B-L-O-G-S-P-O-T dot com. Financial gain, Christians. The passage, judge not and you shall not be judged. Condemn not and you shall not be condemned. Forgive and you shall be forgiven. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together and running over. Shall men give into your bosom? For with the same measure that ye meet, with all it shall be measured to you again. That's from Luke chapter 6, verses 37 through 38. This message reminds me that I would not want God to judge me by the same standards I use to judge other people. I'm very thankful that he reminds me of this because I often find myself being critical or judgmental of others. When we genuinely give to others out of our need, God will always make sure we are provided for. This is a miracle unto itself, similar to the loaves and fishes. I do have some concerns, though. There are some supposed supposed churches that promote giving to others as a plan to get financial reward in return. Financial gain Christians talk to their parishioners about giving lots of money to the church or to causes that they're promoting in order to get great wealth for their good deeds. Well, this is God we're talking about, and he's all-knowing. He can tell when we're genuinely giving to others and when we're giving to others with ulterior motives. You can't call him God. Here are some related passages. And the scribes and the Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery, and when they had set her in the midst, they said unto him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what sayest thou? This, they said, tempting him, which is Jesus. They were trying to tempt him, that they might have to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he heard them not. So when they continued asking him, he lifted himself, lifted lifted up himself and said unto them, he that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. And again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. And they which heard it, being convicted by their own conscience, went out one by one, beginning at the eldest and even to the last. And Jesus was left alone and the woman standing in the midst. When Jesus had lifted up himself and saw none, but the woman, he said unto her, Woman, where are those thine accusers? Hath no man condemned thee? She said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Then spake Jesus again unto them, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have 
the light of life. That's from John chapter 8, verses 3 through 12. The next is, therefore thou art inexcusable, O man, whoever thou art that judgest, for wherein thou judgest another, thou condemnest thyself, for thou that judgest doest the same thing. But we are sure that the judgment of God is according to truth and against them which commit such things. And thinkest thou this, O man that judgest them which do such things and doest the same, that thou shalt escape the judgment of God. That's from Romans um chapter 2 verses 1 through 3 so again i have to be more mindful and not judging other people because i really don't want god to judge me in the same way i want you to know that since this is an example of the positive influence god has made on my life through the bible this podcast that I shared with you may not reflect all of the whole meaning of the Bible verses and passages I have shared. They're just how this particular Bible verse or passage related to my life and how it makes the Bible more personal to me and my daily walk with Christ. Thank you for joining us at Relate to the Bible. I look forward to you joining us next time where you will hear more examples of how you can relate the Bible in ways that are especially meaningful to you.